You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 5, Do the Do. Hey there, this is the Balancing Act Podcast. My name is Danny, and thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time with us, thank you so much for finding us. And if you are a return visitor, thank you so much for coming back. This has been an interesting journey uh, of progression. We've been slowly changing from week to week, I guess, in this process, and it's been fun. And I'm just so thankful that, uh, that you're devoting time. Time is an unrenewable resource, and the fact that you would devote it to us is uh, just uh, the highest compliment I could ever ask for. So very thankful about that. So before we move forward, let's recap and go, go backwards. So in week one, we discussed uh, the goal of everything here that, we, or that these episodes are about is this idea of psychological flexibility and this ability to be able to bend and adjust when life imposes its physics on us. The research shows that with... Uh, Psychological flexibility, the higher we, we score on flexibility, the higher our quality of life measures show. doesn't mean that life becomes less challenging. It just mean, means that we're able to adjust when life becomes challenging. That was episode one. In episode two, we discussed cognitive fusion and cognitive diffusion, which is this idea that to be able to diffuse yourself from your thoughts is a way of becoming flexible. To be overly attached to your thinking where it influences your behaviors that is, uh, that's problematic because we become inflexible because we're looking at the world from our thoughts rather than looking at our thoughts from the world. In, in episode three, we discussed acceptance and how certain feelings that we don't want to feel, we experientially avoid. And in that experiential avoidance, we become inflexible. And the, and the key to becoming more flexible is being more accepting of those uncomfortable feelings that might come up. And in accepting those feelings, you start building up a tolerance to those uncomfortable feelings in the acceptance. And we talked a little bit about self-compassion and showing yourself compassion and love when these feelings come up that you just would rather avoid. In avoiding those feelings, you become less tolerable and more likely to avoid them as they come along, which leads to being inflexible. Then in episode four, we talked about values and how that is uh, the directions in which we want our life to, to go in. Um, our, you know, traveling in that magnetic north, that north star, that purpose, to not have a, a, a direction, to not have values, you're basically just living a life of symptom reduction where you're instantly gratifying yourself from moment to moment rather having a, a, a direction to go in. Today's episode, uh, Do the Do, right? It reminds me of Mountain Dew commercials, right? Do the Do. Uh, uh, do the Do, what we're talking about is uh, the idea of committed action, which is another way we, we show um, uh, this effort, this, uh, this uh, committed plan towards the direction we want our lives to travel in. That's the way we become flexible, to continue to do the thing that matters rather than not doing the thing that matters, which would be inflexible. Questions. Do you make to-do lists? What do your to-do lists look like? What happens to the items on your to-do list that you don't get done? Do they get added to the next day's to-do list? Or do they disappear into the to-do list purgatory?
Are you a procrastinator? What are you avoiding when you procrastinate? Is it effort? Is it the responsibility? Is it the fear of failure? How about the things you don't procrastinate about? Why are they immune to your laziness? Why do they make it to the top of your to-do list? Driving with GPS. Driving is probably one of my favorite pastimes. It it's, proves to be good therapy for me. And not only just like good therapy and good uh, self-care if, uh, if I'm having a long day or a long week for that matter, but just going on road trips with friends and whatnot. I just absolutely love to drive. I think so much so that I get uh, car sick if I'm not in the driver's seat. So it gets to the point that, I, that I'm more than willing to volunteer to be the driver because it's a, it's a bit, bit miserable for me to be in the back seat. But my, probably my go-to app to find where I'm, I need to go would be Waze. I think the reason for that is the, not sure how familiar you are with Waze, but it has that voice feature. And, you know, an episode of the Balancing Act podcast would not be complete without a Morgan Freeman uh, reference. Uh, but that there's a there's a feature on Waze where you can actually have like Morgan Freeman, at least at one point, Morgan Freeman would like give you the directions, which was fantastic. Uh, there's also another time you had Mr. T, which uh, make a left sucker, which was always fantastic. So Waze always has a, a, a nice way of making driving like fun to do, which which I love to um, to to use it, you know. But the reason why I mentioned this, this idea of driving with GPS, how it relates to committed action is I bring this up a lot when I'm working with clients and I ask them like, okay, so we've kind of already figured out where you want to go when we, when we talked about values, which was what we discussed last episode, right? So we've identified our North star, right? Spirituality, career, family, relationships, whatever that might be. But now that the idea is, is, is where you know, now that you know where you're going, how do you get there, right? So uh, when you're using GPS to find a, to find a location and to, to find how to get there, there's pieces of info that the GPS app needs, right? Uh, number one, it needs to know the address of where you're going. Number two, it needs to know where you are. So there's some level of self-awareness, which in acceptance and commitment therapy will be the next, uh, the next episode discussing mindfulness, being tuned into your right now, being self-aware and paying attention to your right now. So a GPS would need to, to need to know where you are, where you're going, and voila, here comes Morgan Freeman giving you all the different committed actions, the different steps you need to do to get to where you want to go. And committed action really is that. It's the steps, knowing the things that you need to do that will honor the value, the direction that you want your life to go in. That's flexibility. To be inflexible is to, to not follow through on these committed actions and, you, actions and not ending up where you want to be and you end up elsewhere. Um, sometimes like to just, to, to play the analogy further is imagine you need to take the expressway to get to where you want to go, but you're afraid of driving on the expressway. So what, what happens? Well, you know, there's, there's a feature on the app that says, okay, what's a non-expressway way of getting there. And most likely than not, it's going to take you a lot longer to get to that destination. Reason why it's going to take you longer to get to that valued destination is because you've been inflexible because you don't want to accept the fear and discomfort of driving on the expressway. So you see, I hope that you see that all these different elements that we've been talking about in these episodes are they're starting to meld together in this idea of flexibility, where uh, to get to where you want to go, you need to commit your actions towards that goal to get there. 
um, at least to honor that direction to travel in. And in doing so, you may have to accept some uncom- uncomfortable feelings or discomfort that might come up uh, to get to, to where you want to go. Committed action versus laziness. So in our everyday life, we're alive. And because we're alive, we behave. And because we behave, we have choices, right? Like, so right now I am sitting down talking into a microphone. That's the choice that I'm making to behave in this way to record this episode. I could be standing up. That's a choice. Uh, It makes more sense to sit down to do this. Um, Standing up would probably be not very practical, not very efficient, and would probably send my friend Julio, who's been editing this um, through nightmaric convulsions, trying to work out the levels as I walk back and forth in this room. So I behave, I choose. When I choose, I have two categories of choice. One, choice one, would be to make a choice that is instantly gratifying, right? So an instant gratifying choice would be one that is not uh, aimed at my values. It's more a, a decision that I make at that moment that just either grabs on to, to something that is rewarding and feels good in the moment or pushes something away that is aversive. The second category of choice I can, I can make is one that is a committed action towards my values. And that one tends to be, not always, but tends to be not very rewarding up front. Um, it's one where, as we said last episode, where the effort is the reward. A few examples of that would be like, say, uh, a diet, right? So uh, I started a diet about a year and a half ago. Um, basically, it started off as the Whole30, and then I joke around with my friends where it's become the Whole300 um, or the Whole900 because I'm still on it because uh, I really do enjoy how I feel while I'm on it. But if you think about a diet, a diet is basically a committed action plan towards the value of physical health. So uh, you want to uh, feel better. You want your body, you know, you want your body to feel better. You want to maybe lose weight. Maybe you want to have a, more energy to do more physical activities. Maybe you want to be able to have more focus, more energy to to think and do things at work or at school or just just your everyday home life. So you decide to make this this plan, this shift, this list of behaviors towards the direction of a healthier uh, way of life, right? So. Um, what does that look like? What does that lifestyle change look like? It's not just, you know, adopting a paleo diet. It, um, that's part of it. It's, uh, it's, it's also sleep, right? It, maybe it's changing your sleep schedule. Uh, maybe it's also uh, introducing a, a workout plan. Uh, it's also uh, maybe uh, including some form of meditative practice. A lot, it's a lot of different elements, a lot of different committed action plans towards this idea of uh, living a, you know, a, a healthy lifestyle towards this value, this North Star, this direction of what health looks like, right? Now, because you act and towards that direction, because you have a choice, the instant gratification part would be, you know what, I want to eat pizza tonight, but that is not in the service of my value. That's not going to be in the service of uh, what is uh, important to me in, in my physical health. It's not, it, this, it doesn't line up to my diet. So I, every time you're about to eat, you have this choice to make. Do I instantly gratify myself and, you know, not stick to the diet and either grab onto this pizza that's going to taste delicious or the recurrent theme for me in these episodes has been chicken wings, which I love so much, or am I going to 
commit action towards my value, stick to the plan, stick to the to the directions that will lead me towards my north star and and rely on the fact that the effort is the reward. And this example of diet, I use it a lot, but it's also for our work ethic, like how we are at work. Like there's our, our behavior class, right? When, when, I, when I say behavior classes, when you think about a particular uh, like global task, like work, like uh, let me give a different example, like basketball. In basketball, yeah, you play basketball, but if you really I, analyze basketball, it has a lot of different behaviors. You're running, you're jumping, you're you're, you're, you know, you, you shuffle left, you shuffle right, you dribble, you pass, you shoot. That's a behavior class. It's all these different behaviors. They all come all together into the solar system of what this behavior is, right? So say a value is work or career. The behavior class of work is a lot of different things, right? It's, it's, it's being uh, punctual. It's being dependable. It's being uh, uh, having follow through. It's, it, it's doing well in deadlines. It's returning phone calls. It's uh, being a good team player, all these different elements that would be committed actions towards the value of career, right? You can decide not to do that. You can choose to instantly gratify and not follow through, not return phone calls because of laziness, which would be the inflexibility part of this. The flexible part would be to commit towards the thing that matters, which is your career. If that is something you value, maybe you don't value that. And that's the case. I'm not going to knock you for that. I'm I'm, I'm not going to instill values in you. Your values are your values, right? Same thing with relationships. Say say you say relationships is a value of yours. Say relationship is a direction that you want to travel in, that you want your life to be be moving in that direction. And the committed action of those relationship um, values is maybe being more empathetic, being better with communication, uh, being more dependable, being more... um, I guess uh, uh, being a better player in arguments, I guess, in the sense that to, to, be, to, to be more assertive in, in expressing where you're going through rather than being passive-aggressive or aggressive or passive when there's conflict arising. If you are valuing the relationship and that is a value of yours and you want to commit towards making the relationship the best it can be and traveling in that direction, there's going to be many opportunities where you come to a choice and am I, am I going to instantly gratify and be lazy or am I going to commit towards the value of this relationship and commit the actions that need to happen? So that this is the 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 part of the of the hexaflex model and acceptance and commitment therapy that is very behavioral. The the values part, which was last episode, and this committed action. This is the actual overt stuff that we do. So to put things in perspective, the flexible path, the psychologically flexible path, is where you have identified the values that are most important to you. After identifying those values, you put these committed plans in place of the actions you want to do to honor those values. Now, that's not enough, right? Because as we've said in prior episodes, uh, can you commit action to these values even if thoughts come up that try to undermine the action, right? Like if you want to uh, go for the job promotion, and because your value of career is that important to you. But then you start having these thoughts of I'm not good enough or these self, this negative self-talk that gets in the way that prevents you from wanting to ask for the promotion because you're, you're so fused to that negative thinking. Can you diffuse yourself from that thought to commit to the action to, to move you towards the direction of your values? Can you be okay with the feeling of discomfort? Can you be okay with the anxiety that comes up from that? mind state of 
I'm not good enough. Can you be okay with that and, and not avoid that feeling to be psychologically flexible to continue to commit to the action of the thing that matters, which is ask for the promotion because this career is so important to you. That's how all these things are slowly building together. The, the, the psychologically flexible path is the one where we commit to the thing that matters, even if the thoughts that come up to try to sabotage us, even when the feelings are uncomfortable. That is the goal. That is the method. And that, that's what it means to be flexible, even when life imposes its will on us. Ultimately, Committed action is the plan for progress in the face of challenge in the direction of what matters to you, while the opposite, laziness, is the path of digression or regression in the face of challenge in the direction of temporary comfort. As I do every episode in challenging, challenging you to be an active participant in your own life, uh, I'm going to challenge you to just pay attention. How are you being committed in different areas in your life? How are you not being committed to different areas in your life? Um, where are you procrastinating? Um, where are you like all in? Um, what gets in the way? What doesn't get in the way? Uh, my hope is in the, in the next week or so, as until the next episode comes out, uh, you can actually explore that and, and realize, why do I get stuck? Why do I glitch on my follow-through on areas that I think that are important to me, while in other areas it just comes out so smoothly and what, what needs to be done gets done. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Balancing Act podcast. Uh, it, it, it is humbling that you would spend time here listening. There's so many different things you could be doing. Instead, you're, you've actually devoted the 20 minutes or so to this episode, and I am absolutely humbled and thankful for that. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, I would great, greatly appreciate it. You can send us an email at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com with any feedback, questions, uh, if you want to further unpack some of the concepts that were discussed in this episode or any other episode. Uh, I'd, I'd appreciate it. I, I, I've had several people reach out, which has been fantastic. Uh, and hopefully this, uh, you find this uh, helpful. Uh, and you, you are motivated to share this with others. Uh, we want to spread the word. That would be fantastic. Once again, thank you so much. I am Danny. I am thankful. And take care.